You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of what being human truly means. And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you. We're here for the good. The bad. And the downright ugly. <laughs> so, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah, that's me. Hey guys, it's Alexis here. And before we get into the episode, you already know by the title, do you really attract who you are? And that's what me and Krista are going to be talking about on this episode this week. But since recording, I have thought a lot about this. And honestly, whenever you're in that moment and you have a microphone in front of your face, sometimes you forget what you really want to say. And this has just been heavy on my heart. And I really wanted to say this little nugget for y'all so y'all can think about it throughout the episode as you're listening. Most of y'all know that I was in a very toxic relationship a year or so back or a couple years, honestly, time has flown by, (laughs) but I was in a toxic relationship and I remember coming out of it, like how could I have attracted this type of person? How could I have loved this type of person? How could I have attracted this type of treatment in my life and I remember those were the constant questions the constant why questions going on in my head during that time and some people were even ignorant enough to say that will you attract who you are and in the midst of pain which we talk about that throughout this episode in the midst of pain it's not the smartest choice (laughs) to say that to somebody who isn't regulated in their emotions and all they see is pain that's not really the right thing to say in that moment especially with a lack of compassion but I do remember as I was in the program that I was in alive and free which I've talked about that it has Sammy and Spencer we had Sam we had Spencer on the masculine series and I just remember coming to them crying and in a lot of pain saying how could I have attracted this person in my life this cheater this pathological liar this narcissist really it was just all in the midst of anger all those things that I was saying and they really just leveled out with me and they came to me and they said well Alexis remember when when you are connected to your story and my story is I always believed that people would leave me. I always believed that I wasn't lovable. And those are my belief systems that I learned throughout my experience in my childhood and throughout my life that no matter how close I get to somebody, they're always going to leave me and that I'm not worthy enough for them to stay. And they made me realize because I partnered with those belief systems, I attracted people in my life that would leave me, that didn't truly have the capacity for unconditional love for themselves, therefore they wouldn't know how to give that to me. That brought a lot of understanding in the situation that I was in and it humanized everything. And I realized, wow, I attracted somebody, this treatment, Because I truly felt like I wasn't lovable. And I truly felt like I didn't deserve someone to treat me really well. And possibly if I did attract somebody who would treat me well, it would probably scare me and I wouldn't feel safe. And that happens with women and and men. Sometimes they don't go to the thing that would be good for them out of the comfort of, well, these are my belief systems and this is the people that I attract in my life. So I want to let you know. If someone ever told you as you were getting our relationship that was very toxic and abusive and gaslighted you and manipulated you and downright just dehumanized you, I want you to know that you're not crazy. You're not a bad person. You're not a narcissist. You're not a pathological liar. You're not a cheater. You're loyal You are a good person. You just partnered with the belief system that you weren't good enough. Or that you didn't deserve to be loved. And I want you to know what's best for you right now is that 
those belief systems are not serving you anymore. You do deserve to be loved. You do deserve to have someone to stay and not give up and to fight for you and to fight with you through the bad and the ugly. You deserve unconditional love. And I'm sorry for the pain that you have experienced throughout your life that made you believe that you were not good enough, that you couldn't have a bright future, that you couldn't have a beautiful life, that you couldn't have a beautiful relationship. And I want you to know that you are not crazy. You are not crazy. So that's all I wanted to say. Um, We can get into the episode. I hope y'all enjoy it and I hope y'all think about what I said as you listen to this episode, but I love y'all and here we go. Do you really attract who you are? What do you mean by that one? Have you never heard of that? Mm, Yes and no. So when I was going through my relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, back then, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Back then in the olden days. I'm just kidding. You know, years ago. (laughs) No, but it was, I heard a lot from a lot of people who were ignorant, but it did create a thought in my mind where they would say, well, you do attract who you are. And I'm like, okay, but I'm not a cheater. Yeah. I'm not, like, these were like real time thoughts. Like, I'm not a cheater. I'm not a manipulator. I do not, I'm not like a psychological liar (laughs) yeah um I don't deceive people in this way like yeah maybe I have Mm -hmm. been a deceiver once or twice in my life I think everybody has yeah but it's never been this fucking vile Mm -hmm. I guess um or dehumanizing Mm -hmm. so when people would ask me will you attract who you are I'd be like that's disgusting yeah. Because I'm not who that person is. But when I thought about it, you know, weeks, months later, as the months went on and in my healing journey, I was just kind of like, well, if I really think about it, there were a lot of parts about him that we were similar in. Okay. Like? Like. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what the fuck, how? Yeah. Um, Like... Our social compatibility, like how we are very social, mm-hmm. um, social butterflies, always the loudest person in the room, <laughs> wanted to be seen. Um, we were the life of the party, but we were also like the, mm, wait, no, I was going to say something else. That's not true. I was going to say something about our families, but mm. he wasn't really the black sheep. Right. I think he felt like he was at times. But I am really the black sheep. Yeah. (laughs) That's actually me. (laughs) And then, um, and like our um, desire about church and God. Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) how we um, showed up in the church, I guess. That's a better word. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then our just our verbiage towards people and like how we show up in relationships and our communication styles. Okay, see, but my here's here's what I'm thinking about when you're saying that though is is you're saying do you attract who you are? I feel like those are commonalities that you two shared, but to the yeah. core being of who you are and who he is, are those the same? No. Okay, so I don't like to me. Yeah. I don't believe that statement. Yeah. And that okay. No, this is actually a really good conversation. Okay. Because there's half people in the world who do believe that. Yeah. And then they'll shove it down someone's throat whenever they're in pain. <laughs> Which you experience. Exactly. Okay. And then there's another half of people who don't believe that, like you, mm-hmm. who's like, no, like, I don't believe that I attract who I am and... Like I can, like what you just said, I attract common similarities, Mm -hmm. um, some similarities in our story and journey, but I'm not who you are because I think in this podcast, we believe that there's originality, there's uniqueness in every human being. Mm -hmm. However, I think I am more neutral in this situation to where like, (sighs) 
and that's I I guess that's the title of the episode like do you really attract who you are if like there are things I think about and I'm like I think every human being is manipulative yeah I think yeah I just think it depends on I mean this is a black and white statement but how unhealthy and or healthy you are yeah and your tactics yeah and there's things that I like even now today where I'm like I can think back to something yesterday or or last week where I was doing something manipulative, but I didn't see it as manipulative. Mm -hmm. I was just trying to get something to happen. Yeah. But I was doing it out of manipulation. Mm -hmm. But I think we're, we're, it's such a learned behavior that starts as a child that like, well, how do I get this love? Or how do I get this chocolate chip cookie? How do I get the food that I want and dinner that I want? How do I go to my friend's house and sleep over? <laughs> and like, what do I have to do to get mom and dad to say yes mm-hmm. to what I want? Yeah. So it's a learned behavior of our manipulation. But I think as we grow older into adulthood, it's kind of like I was learned to get the love that I wanted and needed, but it didn't turn out that way. So now I have to manipulate even more. And that's why some people turn into narcissists. Mm -hmm. And we all have narcissistic tendencies. I mean, that's the thing. But like narcissistic disorder, it's like something way beyond, which I feel like I experienced. Yeah, absolutely. But um, I don't know. There There are things that I think that... I was talking to an employee... But she was saying, like, she she thought the same thing. You don't attract who you are. Mm-mm. I mean, but I also was thinking, like, about the other saying, like, opposites attract. You know that saying? Mm-hmm. But all the time, that doesn't, that's not, I actually don't believe in that. I don't, that's my thing is I'm like, I really don't believe in any, <laughs> any Yeah, and that's the thing. These statements are so black and white statements. And it's not black There's, and white. There's, like, because for what's true about a couple opposites attract that could have been true for them and they've been married for 30 50 years right but another couple which i can i can think of a couple of guys that i've dated Mm -hmm. and we were complete opposites and i didn't like it yeah and i wasn't attracted to it exactly see i guess here's where i'm stuck on that statement is it's talking about attracting who you are so when you think about attraction, like that's the first little moment or first couple of moments, right? Like that attraction. Is that what that means? Like, because then I don't understand the statement. Because if, if it's saying attract who you really are, like, so I attracted you. How did I attract you based on who I am? If it's just out of those first couple of moments when you don't even really know that. I don't know. Do you see what I'm trying to say, though? Because, like, in my head, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> that whole statement does not make a sentence at all. Yeah. Well, then, okay, let's let's look at it. So, looking at this, just this is just me Googling, so it's not anything. <laughs> 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 like I said, we're not gurus, and we're not the end-all, be-all. But from what Google says, and, and then I'll, I'll get into what I learned in my uh, program that I was a part of. Um, but it says, you are what you attract because like attracts likes. Okay. In other words, you always find yourself attracted to people with the same personality traits as you, like what I was saying about Mm -hmm. my relationship earlier. Um, If you are a pleasant person, you will attract happy people. However, if there is nothing that connects you, it may not be possible to even be friends. So let's think about our friendship, for example. Mm -hmm. We were opposites at the beginning. For sure. (laughs) But... As we, and, and from the outside looking in, other people didn't understand why we were friends mm-hmm. because we, what it seemed like we were opposites. I was a cheerleader. You were the basketball player. We were around different groups yeah. and settings. You're bubbly. I was more to myself. Like we just were not the same. We were not similar at all, honestly. Right. Right. Exteriorly, what yeah. we were putting out there. Yeah. However, when you and me got to know each other better, we actually come to find out we had a lot more similarities than what anybody else knew and what we even knew from the beginning like you are bubbly yeah you are very social (laughs) when you want to be you just choose exactly who you want to bring that out Mm -hmm. in front of and so we actually and we did think alike on a lot of the same (laughs) 
like well, values, morals, what goes on in the world. That's I mean, we have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, that's what that's what kept our friendship going were the conversations yeah. that were deep, not necessarily oh, I love French nails and let's go do... <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, it wasn't surface level yeah. things. It was like actual values and beliefs and we connected on a deeper, what is it, emotional intelligence level? Yeah. Maybe? See, yeah. But when Mental. I'm, when I'm thinking about like our friendship, the thing to me though that I felt that attracted me to our friendship was that you held qualities that I did not have that I wanted. Okay. Now we're actually getting into something <laughs> here. I Okay. Keep going. I love how you brought that up. You know what I mean? Because I was like, wow, she's, she seems very confident, very sh- <laughs> sure yeah. of who she is. Yeah. She's not afraid to show up. Yeah. Whereas inside I was very afraid to show up. Mm-hmm. I was yeah (laughs) detrimental Mm -hmm. but then also like whenever we would hang out you ask you would like ask me about how I was like me personally and and I I kept everybody pretty much at surface level like I didn't it was not in me to get deep with somebody or like ask deep questions but then I admired that about you I was like oh like she's not Mm -hmm. afraid to do that like that's awesome so Mm -hmm. I felt like that's what attracted me to our friendship so when you say admire Uh do you feel like it's something that I yearn for for myself yeah that your heart was needing and wanting yeah I would for say that. you for in me. your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Selfish. So no, 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 no. That's not why I'm pointing oh, this okay, out. Okay, okay, that's okay, not okay. why I'm pointing this out. I was like, man, no, that no, does no, kind no. of sound okay. No, no, no. That's not. That's not the point. So <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> How do you really feel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, the things that we. So what you admired was something that your heart. It it was already in you. Yeah. But somebody came along and just brought it out. Yeah, for sure. You just had to feel safe enough to bring it out. Mm -hmm. So it was already a part of you. This whole personality trait that I had, it was something like, hey, I want to be confident in how I show up in life. It was inside you. You just didn't feel safe enough to show up in it. Exactly. So it was already a part of you. Yeah. But I just lived it. Yeah. (laughs) You lived it and you helped like show it's okay to do these things. To do it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And- Something so powerful that happened to me in my program like six months ago well, that I was in, this guest speaker came on and she's amazing. I freaking love her. I hope to have her on this podcast one day. But she said that she made me write down a list of people that, I'm, that I admire yeah. and look up to. Mm. And I put a whole lot of people on that list. But it was like it was different qualities. Like one person was about like I love how creative they are. Mm-hmm. Like wow, I like and I found I caught myself thinking like wow, I wish I was this creative. And I put Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I am not even shocked <laughs> because like she is literally the most creative. Anyways, we're not going to get into it. I just think she's so creative and how detail oriented she is. Anyways, but um, and then I put, like, a bunch of other people, like, just people in my life or, like, speakers or uh, famous people or even people that I do close relationship with and do life with. I put them all down. And um, then she made me ha- create a separate list of all the people that I'm jealous of. Oh. Uh-huh. And so – and then some of, some of those people on that list were – People of the same list that I admire, but then um, <laughs> other people were not. Yeah, they were just people that I was jealous of, and some were like of style, their body, or you know stuff like that. And then she had me close my eyes, and she had me think about myself, and she said, "Those people are already what I have inside me. I just don't believe in myself to be able to show up in that way. That's why I admire them because they show up in that way that I can't, that I don't believe in myself to. And then she had me take a look at the people that I was jealous of. And she said, jealousy is the same. You're scared that you're not that. So you're jealous of them that they do show up in that. So jealousy is the same plus scarcity. It just involves fear, more fear. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's good. Exactly. So like you're, you, you come to find, and who, like, have you ever, why, I experienced this more when I was in high school, yeah. like junior high and high school. Absolutely. 
have you ever, do you ever remember like being jealous of a girl or a guy or anybody and then all of a sudden you get to know them and you all become best friends? Yeah. And I'm like, well, you're jealous of that person because they carry the same qualities that you admire that you already have inside you. You just don't want to admit or don't believe in yourself too. Mm -hmm. So then once you become friends, oh, you're not jealous of them anymore. You you actually realize like, oh, I just really liked all these things that you had about yourself and I just – I didn't have them, or at least I thought I didn't have them, but you still attract those people. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like – do you really attract who you are? Like the core of who ah, you are. Yes. The like core. the core of who you are. The person that you were always meant to be. The person that you, that when you feel safe, like when you're in your safest place, who shows up? Like what you shows up. I was say, and I guess that's why I maybe at first said I didn't believe that because I feel like that statement can be true if it's talking about your true self, like the actual your actual being not who the facade that you've put on not whatever you've made up to be but like your true authentic self yeah and I feel like that's where it gets flipped is because you look at somebody who maybe isn't and I'm not gonna say is or isn't because I don't know um but isn't their true selves and you're like no I'm not I don't attract who I am I'm not that you know what I mean but that's because that's not who they were meant to be who they are to their Mm -hmm. core being Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. It's not it's not your disassociating self. Yeah. It's not your imposter syndrome self. It's not your fake it till you make it self. Mm-hmm. It's it's this person that you feel it's your connected self. Yeah. Where you feel the most connected, you feel the most safe, you feel the most loved, and you feel free enough to be whatever you want to be in that moment. Exactly. I mean so no, I don't. No, that. no. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> Just fucking do it. I would say so, like, at first, since we started this episode with um, that person, like, what was it that attracted you to that person? Well, I think I said it before. Mm-hmm. I liked his energy. Yeah. And I never, well, I've, I haven't. I've only literally had, like, three relationships. Maybe three. It was, like, two. Yeah. Anyways. So remember the last person that I dated or yes. the the person I dated before him. He wasn't social. Mm-hmm. He never wanted to go out. He never wanted to hang out with all of us. Yeah. He just he was more. Um, uh, what's that word? In in extroverted introverted. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> he was very introverted. Intro- introverted. <laughs> Introverted. <laughs> that's a new one. <laughs> he was very introverted. Yeah. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I would not want to change that about him. Like, we're not putting him down for that. It's just I realized from that relationship, I really would love someone who is extroverted like me. Yeah. And um, that's what I learned about myself. And I feel like after that relationship, meeting my ex recent ex mm-hmm. um he was just extroverted and and we wanted all the same things at the time we wanted all the same things right and i've said it before in past episodes and it's funny like people are probably gonna be like oh my god she's bringing up the ex again like no i just think it's relatable in a lot of the things that we talk about and it's the i was most- gonna say it's a bit it was a big part of your life like of course of course you're gonna bring it up still Exactly, but not in the way that, like, people think. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I feel so free from it. Absolutely. We already know that. You're like, that's why we're talking about it. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so it's just kind of like, but it, now going back to the core of mm-hmm. who we are and we attract the, the core of who we are. Oh, man, this might be tricky. I don't know if I should say this, but I feel like the core of who he was, like the core not all of his unhealed wounds and his wounds that turned him into like toxic masculinity. I feel like the core of who he, who he truly was like the, the guy or the man that God created him to be and kind of wanted to uncover for himself. Yeah. I feel like we were compatible. I, if he would look in the mirror 
and take care of his shit. But he didn't. And that's just the end of it. And it is what it is. And I made my decision. That didn't happen. So I feel like that's what. And then whenever his toxic masculinity came up, it was he wasn't right for me anymore. Exactly. If that makes sense. No, 100%. 100%. (laughs) I see what you're saying. Like, but that's why I wanted to clarify, because like at first when you said that, like, oh, you talk to you are. Well, when you look at that other person, you're like, (laughs) like you said at the beginning, I am not those things. Yeah. And I think that's what hurt the most. Mm -hmm. And I think this hurts a lot of people. And it's very, very destructive to say, Mm -hmm. Um, especially when you say it to a person who's going through a lot of pain. Yeah. And it can be very overwhelming if you say that to somebody. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll let you say something. Yeah. So when that did, when that was said to me by an ignorant person, <laughs> I was just like, I am not a cheater. Mm-hmm. And I am not a narcissist. <laughs> and I am, I don't dehumanize people like this. Like, I just don't. Like, I'm not pathological. I, I know myself. Yes, I, I know I've done some really shitty things and I have a sharp tongue and I can say a lot of hurtful things while I'm in pain, but I am not that. Yeah. Which was good that I could stand up for myself in that way. But when it came, no, not but. And because when you say but, it negates everything you say before. Right. Look at you. (laughs) As I went on like further into my, you know, gaining an understanding of what that statement really meant and kind of humanizing everyone a part of that narrative a part of that story it was kind of like well yes this person did a lot of vile things Mm -hmm. (laughs) however are there parts of our humanity where we have narcissistic tendencies because narcissistic tendencies is lying um, manipulating doing whatever we can no matter if we stomp all over somebody trying to get what we want Mm -hmm. absolutely in gaslighting there, there are parts of our humanity where that naturally happens because we live in a world where we didn't receive the love that we truly needed, mm-hmm. most of us, in our childhood. And I know that was me. So to humanize, like, everything, I'm like, okay, have I lied? Yes. Because I was lying to myself that whole time. Who hasn't lied? <laughs> exactly. So it was just kind of like giving myself that grace and that under compassion of, like, okay, Yes, I am Alexis. You are not this. Mm-hmm. And you didn't deserve this. You didn't deserve this kind of treatment. We all have these tendencies, but that doesn't mean that you deserve this. Because I feel like that statement, when you tell that to somebody who's in immense amount of pain and drowning in it, I did take it as, wow, so you're telling me I deserved this treatment. Yeah. Well, you attracted who you are. As if, like, I deserved to be treated like this by somebody I loved and also by a community that I thought I could trust. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where it becomes very hurtful and very painful for others. And that's when I don't like when that statement is used in that. In a negative context? <laughs> yeah. In a way of, like, trying to prove hierarchy. Yeah. Especially by the person who says it. I was going to say, well, when you said that statement in my head, my first my first thing that I went to was what was what was the reasoning behind making that comment? Like, why? (laughs) You know what I mean? Because if I see you going through someone who cheated on you, someone who's gaslit, all these things. And I say, well, you are who you attract to me. If I say that to you, I'm trying to get you to see like you're terrible, too. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, you deserved it. You deserved it. Like, yeah. that's what you get. And, and that's so, not the case at all. And it's not. And so, like you like you keep saying, it was an ignorant comment. And you just have to be careful with the things that you... We've talked to us about this before. But the things that you say, because they can be perceived a billion different ways, unless mm-hmm. you are very specific. But I feel like when people say that, that means they truly don't... N- know like a true understanding of what that statement means exactly I feel like when you attract who you are you attract the qualities that you admire Mm -hmm. and would want about yourself and those people bring it out of you now since this is a fallen world and we're all walking with our wounds and denying our reality we we become destructive and we start running in cycles in our own patterns and that's when we 
don't bring out the best in each other anymore. And quite frankly, we don't bring out the best in ourselves anymore. Mm -hmm. So it does create this toxic relationship or this toxic friendship or this toxic workspace. Like it's like that's when we take our humanity to where we're supposed to inspire ourselves and inspire others and encourage. And we just put now we just dehumanize everybody. Mm hmm. Man, every time we talk about this, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go to heaven. <laughs> right? Oh, my just God. Just because, yeah. like, uh, you just think about how perfect life would be if none of this stuff existed. Yeah, well, and, like, just how – who you would truly be mm-hmm. and who you would truly attract if you did get down to your authentic self and break those cycles and get connected. Exactly. I think that's the, that's the saddest part is a lot of us, we've say, we say this all the time, they're operating out of their wounds and they're connecting through their wounds or through their, you know what I mean? They're not connecting from their authentic self, which yeah. is to me where you find those true authentic, I see y'all, I'm saying authentic too much, yeah. <laughs> but they're those true connections with other people, those deep ones, like how people are always like, oh, like I wish... That, you know, I could have conversations like you and Alexis have conversations. Like, I wish that I had a friendship like that. And that's like. Like, oh, your heart's telling you that you can have it. You can have it. You do want it. Yeah. And you can find it. Which, okay, I did want to bring this up too because now I'm thinking about it. But you think about like, okay, well, what about people who have friend groups where they're all the same? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's another part of attracting who you are. Because I know. (laughs) Uh, my ex, all of his friends were cheaters. Like, they yeah. all cheated on their relationships. And I honestly didn't know at the time because that was kept from me. Yeah. But, you know, even one of their girlfriends came to me, oh, yeah, he cheated on me the whole time, too. And I'm like, okay. You know, <laughs> like, oh, they were just having a party, cheating on us. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> that's sad to say. But but that, that was the reality of it. It's just kind of like, You do see that happen where, like, these groups of people, they're all the same but in a really unhealthy, destructive way. And so they're attracting that in their life. Mm -hmm. And that's – some people would say, like, okay, karma, because you you are living in this such unhealthy cycle, you're you're just attracting future – just bad things. <laughs> it's like I don't I have like, a you, I don't have a word for that. Yeah, I don't have a pretty word to put it next to. Um, but yeah, it creates a mess. It You're creates... attracting mess, basically. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm I'm stuck on the group thing. Like I was just thinking about like, well, how many why... guys, how many people do we, have we known from high school? You know that are all the same. Yeah. See, but then I'm like, but like every single person is so unique. So why why does that happen though? But here's the thing. But my dad would always say. You, you're, um, you are who your friends are. Okay. Like and- that statement. However, in junior high, in high school, so I was friends with, now I was the Jesus freak cheerleader. Right. I was a, you know, virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and, but all my friends, okay, no offense, but like, <laughs> if y'all are listening, I love y'all. I care for y'all. But they slept around a lot. Yeah. They they just did. And they, you know, they partied a lot. They did drugs. But I was the only one in the friend group that didn't do that. And my dad was always worried, well, you are who your friends are. But I'm like, but that's not who I am. I don't do any of that stuff. Mm. But there were sw- certain qualities that I really did love about them. I loved how they just kind of like lived life with freedom, even though there was unhealthy things about them. But they were just carefree. I like that aspect because I like being carefree. That's mm-hmm. something I've noticed about myself. Yep. But not in that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there is that saying, you are who your friends are, though, too. See, but I feel like that's because you can be easily influenced by people that you care about. Mm-hmm. Um, how it's influence. I've, it's influence. Okay. That's what I feel like it is because... The difference was for you, though, is you were so deeply rooted in what you wanted and who you wanted to show up as that these people can influence you, but you weren't going to budge. Yeah, I really did have a like I really had a good understanding of who I was back then. Well, and even deeper than that, like and I think we've said that before, like for you, if you have your mind set on something, you're going to see it through. Like, you are not going to give up on it. Like, that's just something that's a quality that you have. And you do that with 
literally anything in your life. Mm-hmm. And so like for mm-hmm. you, I have this set that I am not going to do X, Y, Z. I'm not going to be this person. I'm not going to do this. And so you're like, I'm seeing this through. You can all tell me that I'm a Jesus freak, that I'm a Bible thumper, that I'm a virgin girl, that I all, you could tell me all these things and I really yeah. don't care because this is yeah. deeply rooted in who I am. Like this is who I am right now. Yeah. It's not the labels that I'm rooted in. It's just the behavior and values mm-hmm. that I'm rooted in. Yeah. The values that you, you've had. Yeah. You were like, I'm not budging mm-hmm. from those until I decide to budge from them. Yeah. Not because you're, you're telling me to, but until I decide to do Exactly. It. And that's the thing. Like my friends who did choose to do those things, they still admired that part of me. Yeah. And we are still able to be friends. I think it's because we inspired one another in different ways, in different levels, but we still inspired these qualities out of each other. Yeah. I say I feel like there's just so much that goes into when you're talking about like an attraction to other people, like whether yeah, that's just friendship. Yeah, I was gonna mm-hmm. say whether that's a friendship or romantic relationship, literally anything. Like there's just different things that I feel like attract you to people, and there and there could be more than just oh it's because I admired this about someone. It could be something else, but that's just from my experience. Um, or, or like commonalities, like oh yeah. I like that we're both energetic. I'm I I want somebody. That's but like you, that. you see toxic masculinity or toxic femininity, because there is that too. Absolutely. <laughs> they attract each other. And this is just my opinion. Once again, I'm not the end all be all. And I could be wrong. Yeah. And I'm same. Okay, and I'm fine if I'm wrong. <laughs> this is a journey that we're going exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> but I do feel the reason why it's so easy for them to attract one another and it just feels so comfortable. Mm-hmm. And effortless, so to say, is because they continue to enable this warped reality that they're creating in their heads. And then those people around them that are doing the same destructive things and are in the same cycle, it's just like, okay, well, then this helps me not feel shame. This helps me not feel so bad and not feel like a bad person. So I'm going to stay here because I have people supporting me in this so it may, it must not be as bad exactly but in reality it's fucking it's wrong bad. it's bad <laughs> it's it's bad you need to just confront it like stop 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 wreaking havoc in everybody's lives mm-hmm. stop denying the reality that you're walking in yeah sorry i'm thinking about something else totally right now okay say it um <laughs> and it involves romantic relationships okay um because you know you hear the saying about, you know, um, oh, you, you'll, you'll find a man that's like your dad or you'll find a man that's like your mom or you'll find. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, I was just mulling it over my head right now and I was like, (laughs) okay. Um, is that because that was your safety when you were a child? So that feels safe to you or it's comfortable to you? Like this feels like home. It feels like home, whether it is healthy or unhealthy, it feels like something that you're used to and there's something about that person that makes it feel like home, like something that you're used to. And that could be a very real part of that attraction because whenever I think about it, obviously I think about when we've had an episode about it, your ex and how similar characteristics with your mom. Yes. Um, and then when I think about like my current relationship, I think about like how how many qualities Eric has that are the same as my dad. And then I think about how many qualities I have that are the same as his mom. And so I'm just thinking about that very real aspect of that attraction when you're talking about romantic relationships. Yeah. And it's not that like this is bad or this is right or wrong. No, not at all. It's not even about that. It's just something like, oh, I've, I've noticed this. Notice. That's it. And that's, that's the whole time I was like, oh, wait. But that's the thing. Like, we even talked about that when we were talking about the brain and neural pathways in one episode. I can't remember what it was. But um, it's attracting the familiarity. Yes. In your life. Mm-hmm. And it's those neural pathways that have been doing those signals and have been created, which neural pathways could be your belief systems, too, what you attract. Okay. Honestly, what you attract is a part of it's connected to your belief systems too. So let's just I was like, get there's that. just so much yeah, yeah. that goes into but it. But it's like those neural pathways as as from your primitive years as a child, it's what you're familiar in, what you 
what you feel comfortable in and you it grows into an adulthood mm-hmm. i'll say and it go both ways it could be perfectly healthy perfectly fine but it can also be not healthy too it yeah. depends it really depends there's it's, always those sides i'll to say it. there's so much nuance to all of this stuff that we're talking about yeah. because as we're talking i'm like oh what about this what about this what about this you know whenever it comes to attraction whether that's and I think Anything. I think that's a part of why you hear people say like, "Why well, decided to break the cycles that I continuously saw myself in and that I saw my family line in, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to continue in that cycle that they were doing. Like I wanted to choose my life for myself the mm-hmm. way I wanted it. Although I don't know what that looks like right now, but I I'm on that pathway to it. Exactly. So and that's not that's not bad. It's just choosing what you want. Mm-hmm. Is this familiarity? Is it serving you? I think that's the question you need to ask. Like, is this belief systems? Are these neural pathways? Are these um, familiarity? Are these people around me? The people that I'm attracting? Is it truly serving me and helping me uncover who I truly want to be, who I truly am, and the core of who I am? Do I really feel safe? Do I really feel unconditionally loved? Do I really feel like myself? Mm-hmm. Not the mask that I partnered with, but do I truly, truly feel like myself? And if there's this ounce of, maybe you can speak to this, <laughs> but if there's this ounce of like, oh, question mm-hmm. of like, oh, I don't know. I mean, you can speak to that, Krista. Oh, I feel like that that is so hard because I, while you're talking, I'm like the biggest thing is noticing, mm-hmm. is just noticing your thoughts, your patterns, your behaviors. It's noticing that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it is so hard to do that when you're constantly in it. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I noticed it once I mm-hmm. had time all to myself (laughs) you know and that's the thing is sometimes you have to be an introvert (laughs) I know but that's the thing is like I'm even thinking and sorry I'm kind of going off track but I'm even thinking now like you know how so many people if they're isolated they turn like they go crazy and like start crazy and they're like ah you know whatever and like I'm starting to think like oh that's probably because like you're not okay with actually who you are and like being with you like kind of scares you because you're like what the fuck who is this like your own at least that's how I felt. Like, I was like, I don't even know this. Whoever is living in here with me, I don't even know who that is. Like, yeah. And it's scary. It is. It yeah. is scary. It's scary Anyways. not to know yourself. It is scary because you're like, what the fuck? Why yeah. don't I know myself? Like, and sometimes it takes losing the people to find yourself. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. I had to lose a lot of people to find myself. And it was so painful. Mm-hmm. But, it, oh, man, I can't tell you how much I love my life now because yeah. of it. And I think that's in, like, what you just said. It's, it starts by noticing those patterns, noticing those belief systems, noticing those similarities in the people that you're attracting. I did not start – I didn't notice why I attracted my ex until I really got down to the bottom of me mm-hmm. and really, like, got, came face-to-face with me. <laughs> and came face to face with God. That's another aspect too. However, like, but like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I couldn't get down to that honesty level mm-hmm. of like, okay, yes, he manipulates. He, and we all, like, I don't want to get too much into why he does the things that he does because I know why. Yeah. Um, But it's irrelevant right now. <laughs> but however, like, but for me it's like, Okay, but I do those things too, like some of those things, okay, mm-hmm. not to the extent. Like I have manipulated people. I have lied. I've lied to myself my whole life. Right. <laughs> you know, I've denied my own reality too. I've warped things too to the narrative that it would serve me in an unhealthy way. Yeah. Like I've I've done things that are messy too. It's n- not putting yourself at a hierarchy. That's the thing. That's the thing that I love about this journey, that I really feel like it's true ministry. It's true ministry after God's own heart because it is truly a kingdom mindset, not a church mindset. Mm-hmm. And there is a difference. Yes. And and I think we said this in the last episode, maybe, or maybe it was off record anyways, but there's no hierarchy in this space. 
because you really truly realize like we are all leveled out we're all just human beings really just trying to figure out this life and who we are and what we want and we it's it's humanizing everybody including yourself yeah. and it's coming to an acceptance of un- of unconditional love and that's what god is that's what that's how god serves yeah that's how god loves and comes to you there's no hierarchy there's no judgment yeah. and that's when i came to acceptance about myself and my journey and that's when i came to acceptance about the person that I thought I loved and I didn't see it as disgusting anymore. Now do I see the behavior and the acts that happened in that time d- disgusting? Yeah, because it was. Yeah. <laughs> like not a lot of people still know truly everything right. because it's not really for them to know and it is sacred. Only the people that I do life with know. But yeah, there are parts of it that's like, wow, that that's really fucked up right you know what he yeah. did but it's still coming to that humanizing that person of like there's a reason mm-hmm. why they do what they do exactly there is always a reason especially when it's that vile yeah and i know it's like going off of what we were talking about mm-hmm. but like and that's the hard thing whenever you realize for the other person why they do what they do but then they don't realize Mm -hmm. i think that's the hardest part is seeing other people and understanding them before they even understand themselves and you're just like oh my gosh come on do it like you can have so much breakthrough if you just like look inward for just like five seconds start with five seconds (laughs) turn it back off (laughs) you know try to yeah try ted because it could be scary it can be so scary Especially if you're like, I really don't know what the hell I'm going to say. But it helped to humanize yourself. And that's what it helped me of like, okay, I didn't deserve this. Yeah. I didn't deserve this. I deserve something better, but I I understand it now. Mm -hmm. Like I humanized everything after everything was dehumanizing. I was going to say. I brought it back. I really think once you understand the real meaning of humanity. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) It makes, to me, to me, um, it makes going through life a lot, mm, I don't know if easier is the word, but it feels easier to me, honestly. Yeah. Because I have more of an understanding, like we always say, I don't take things personally. I just yeah. am like, man, that's really shitty of you to do, but like, I understand it. You yeah. know what I mean? You just don't take it as a hit to your, hit identity. To your identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're so rooted and grounded that no matter what anybody else does, <laughs> I ain't shaking hope. <laughs> I ain't shaking hope. <laughs> I ain't shaking hope. Um, but anyways, back on topic. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't. So, the whole question, do you really attract who you are? Yes. Yeah. But in some aspects. Mm-hmm. Because we all have this authentic originality, uniqueness to us. I'm all about that. I am a four on the Enneagram. So, yeah. you know, I am all about that. But there are similarities and factors that we mirror and that we do attract. And so, yes, the answer is yes, but to nuance. Yeah. There's a lot of things that contribute. Yeah. So start taking a look. Well, we invite you to start taking a look (laughs) at the people around you and who you attract and maybe even your past relationships and kind of going on that journey of humanizing yourself, humanizing Mm -hmm. the relationship, humanizing the other person. But just start with yourself because... Doing the other person might be too much right now. Right. I understand that. <laughs> but just start by like, okay, why did I attract this person? Because mm-hmm. it might be hard to admit, but there were good things in the beginning. Yeah. And that's something that you have to come to acceptance of like, there was something about this person that I did love. Obviously. There was something about this person <laughs> that I liked and wanted to do life with. Yeah. And spent years in a relationship with. Right. So you need to get honest. Get honest with it. So yeah, do that. You could do, and then again, you can do that with romantic relationships. You can do that with friendships. Maybe yeah. you've lost a really close, dear friend to you. Maybe I, I don't know. I'm thinking about like just looking at all my relationships and be like, why am I attracted to you? Yeah, <laughs> and not even like a love type of attraction. Well, yeah. Just literally, 
why is my soul attracted to yours? Like, yeah. what is it about you or not even your soul, just like the personality traits that that person yeah. had? Like, why? Yeah. What attracted what you attra- to their yeah. humanity? What intrigued me yeah. about you that I was like, oh, yeah, let's go have coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Like, where is your humanity? Where is humanity in it? Keep listening on the real meaning of humanity. humanity. <laughs> on the real meaning of humanity podcast. <laughs> if you would like to rate, review, so <laughs> all inconspicuous. Okay. Oh, well, we're just trying like different. Um, I can't talk today. Anyways. I don't know the words. <clears throat> okay, so um, I hope this episode. <laughs> You're like, wrap it up, sister. Um, No, but seriously, I hope that this episode helped you, you know, kind of look inward and look at the relationships around you and start asking yourselves those, yourselves, anyway, yourself, those very needed questions. And you know what? You come up with your own, your own answer. What was the question? Do you really attract who you are? There you go. You come up with your own answer. Yes or no. And why? Hmm. And why not? And why not? Yes. Do opposites attract really work for you? Yeah. Is that why more or your why thing? not? <laughs> In your romantic relationships, do you see your mom or dad? <laughs> Qualities. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Let's not make it weird. Exactly. LOL. Okay. Well, we love y'all. We love and we hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, if you're um, if you're like on the Apple podcast and you just want to like hit Spotify. the five, yeah, and you just like want to hit the your finger accidentally hits the five stars, like that would be appreciated. Oh yeah, just accidentally, accidentally swipes and yeah, then yeah. oh oops, okay, it wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> but you know that's up to you. Whatever. Or if your fingers accidentally start typing and writing a review, that's fine too. Yeah, like let you it know flow. What? You know they're a little weird, but like kind of like what they say okay thank yeah. you like let's get crazy let's get know. crazy i don't know <laughs> live life on the edge <laughs> no but that would really be great yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then if you like this episode and you feel like somebody else should listen to it our crazy thoughts and our laughter go ahead and send it over yeah i think there's like a button on there for that yeah, so yeah, yeah like super easy and then like the message thing is in green yeah icon like five Just in seconds case you forgot uh-huh. it's super simple <laughs> I love the Apple and Spotify. I think we're the only people that crack ourselves up. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure people are listening. It's like, okay, I'm ending this episode. Bye. (laughs) Okay. We love y'all. Have a good day. 24 hours. Good week. Until we see you next time. Yes. Bye. Bye. I almost said adios. Bye.